All right, y'all. Uh, welcome back to another installment of See Wakanda and Die. This is the conversation about a post-Wakandan world. Uh, I have a very special guest for this second trip. It is Mrs. Trine Bean. Go ahead and let the folks know who you are, ma'am. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Trine Bean. I am the host of Talking to the Screen, which is a podcast where black creatives debate the best, worst, and whatever of black movies and films. So, I mean, black movies and TV shows. So if you've ever seen uh, Around the Horn or Screen Junkies movie fights, it's a lot like that. But it's only centered around black TV shows and movies. Okay. So, yeah, that's us. Come on now. We'll throw all that stuff up on the show notes as well so you guys can find, click on that and go and find Miss Train Bean and all her goodness that she got over there. (laughs) Ah, now, Wakanda. I have visited there a few times. Uh, (laughs) This time around, I had a round trip with Miss Train Bean. For the second installment, let's dive right in. This is, of course, non-spoiler, everyone. So whoever hasn't seen Black Panther yet, shame on you. But this is the non-spoiler uh, trip to Wakanda. So what is what do you what did you think? What was your thoughts? <laughs> okay, so I've been trying to like mentally prepare for this for almost ten years. My best friend is a Black Panther enthusiast, and he's been telling me about this since we were kids. <laughs> And um, he would show me comics and show me like clips of Black Panther and different cartoon shows and stuff like that. So I've been trying to wrap my mind around Wakanda and um, just this character of Black Panther and this entire cast for a while. And to see it on screen was just, it was breathtaking. And I do want to applaud Marvel for the visuals. It looked incredible Mm -hmm. and I, and I do want to applaud them for taking the time, Ryan Coogler and everyone involved, the casting, the costume director, I forgot her name, I really need to look it up, mm-hmm. um, for the way the people looked, for the way the city looked, for the way Wakandans really had this well-ingrained nationality to the point where it almost looked like some of the scarier uh, forms of nationalism we've seen <laughs> from people, you know. Yeah. Are, we don't want you here. Don't ever come here. And mm-hmm. you're not. You know, but it's but it does delve into African history and it kind of gives you uh, an impression of why they it, it actually rationalizes that nationalism, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of we're we're superior to all of you. It's not some, you know, superior. It's not some superiority thing. It's more of a. We know what you'll. We know what will happen. Right, right. With you, type of thing, and it's, and given the course of events in African history, they're they're almost justified in doing so. <laughs> I say almost. I I, I see exactly what you mean having viewed the film a few times and yes absolutely um the 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 film production designer was Hannah Beechler. Bitch, I know I'm messing up her name. Uh, B E. A C H L E R. Bachelor, Beachler. Okay. One of them. Okay, we'll go. One of them. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Hell. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Now, Wakanda. First thing that stood out to me, uh, once we, and again, without spoilers, once we got into the film itself, yeah. um, was the women. Like, Cinematography was great, costume was great, uh, acting was phenomenal, but the presence of women, and of course, being a Black Panther, black women, and of many shades and body sizes, and like that's what stood out to me 
Um, yeah. What was your, uh, I guess, your idea of seeing what, and not even it being a Black Panther movie, but by extension being a Disney movie with women represented the way that they were in this film? It was jarring to me. It was, it almost took me out of the movie just how much the women were talking and how <laughs> they were part of the plot and how much they moved the plot and how uh, instrumental they were in everything, Wakandan and everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. The, the sexism is discussed. There, There is, a, there are, there's, you know, I want to say subtext Mm-hmm. of sexism mm-hmm. and, but it you know as a black woman as a little black girl who had to like search for black people on screen especially yeah. like in movies like this and somebody who's seen almost every marvel movie <laughs> and almost every disney princess movie i still yeah. watch cartoons it, it just it just washed over me yeah just just every time you turn around there's a black woman talking and even in Marvel movies, there aren't even women talking hard. Right, right. I mean, think about how many lines, you know, what is it? Black Widow? Yeah, yeah. Black yep. Widow, Scarlet Witch, like, even uh, the agent who works with Nick Fury. Yeah. They, home... they mm-hmm. pop in and out, and they say maybe a one-liner or two, mm-hmm. and they bend over for the camera, and then that's it. <laughs> yes. I'm talking about almost every frame of this movie, there's a black woman. Yes. Just dynamic and awesome and it just it is just like a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. you're right you're damn right you are right about that and that that fucked me up um Man. It, it, like it was i was mad that i didn't take my nieces to, well my nieces are nephews but really my nieces to see this film um yeah. i'll get around to that uh yep. i don't know how their parents feel about the violence some of them are a bit young so i don't know in that regard if they'll no my nieces were born friday and i asked my brother so how long do i have to wait okay. and watch? <laughs> like ah. you see trying to see this this right here <laughs> i was like y'all okay. already know y'all already know wow okay well yeah shit well we on the same boat then <laughs> but it it i just the hmm the importance that the okay so as it relates to the women again i'm doing my damnedest to not spoil anything right but every woman had a purple a skill set and it was they all shared some commonality but every woman i'm thinking of shuri i'm thinking of nakia i'm thinking of okoye i'm thinking of uh, queen ramonda like and even like every woman had even the the woman on the council, the old the older lady, like every woman yeah. had a particular skill set or something that I don't say made her special. That that seems reductive. Something that it, it thinking of it this way: if every woman in this movie had have been played by a man, this would be like every other movie we have. There but you go. for whatever reason, I feel as if, and I don't, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to. I feel I'm tongue tied because I'm trying to get it. I feel like they were given the care was given to these characters. The same care and effort were given to these characters that's normally given to white men in action films or men in general when it comes to media. Because I could easily see Shuri, whole persona, her whole um, character arc, her everything about her, I could see being placed on a white man. And wrapping that up with a, I don't know, a bunch of explosives, and then this is a box, box, uh, blockbuster hit. But the fact that we're getting this scientific mind is this just, 
it was. <sighs> every time she I, said, every time it's two words she says. I, I don't know if we're gonna do it in this world, but I'll get more specific later. Mm-hmm. But there are two words that she continually says, mm-hmm. and every time she says it, it's almost like I'm getting slapped in the face. Like, oh my god, you, <laughs> this, is, this is incredible! Like, and you're saying it, and nobody's batting an eye, nobody's asking yes. about it. Yes, it's yeah. just who you are, and everybody knows it, and everybody respects it. It was just Listen, amazing. Because again, I'm about to tiptoe on that line of spoilers, but there was a character <laughs> who said something about her and about her disrespect, and yeah. about her um, uh, mind and the way her mind creates things. And even though yeah. it was an insult. The fact is that thing has already been established. We know that this is the go-to person for these things. So it's just like even in an insult, it's for me was still uplifting or solidifying or um, just making it common that a woman and a black woman um, can be expected to be um, amazing in this field. Exactly. It's like you said, made it common. Made it common. Like I said, bats an eye that she's doing this like nobody's questioning her everybody just knows this is who she is and this is what she does no you good go right yeah and if we if we met somebody who did what Shuri does there mm-hmm. would be a million questions yes like, absolutely how <laughs> why where yes. how did you like just there would just on it but in this society, in this world, mm-hmm. she's just allowed to be this. Yes. Now, I, don't, I don't like using the word allowed. She just is this. Yes. And she's just as carefree black girl as anybody. Like, she is, oh, my God. She is just fully realized. She is yeah. She is real. Like, I can see her very same character. Like, and this might be a little tangent, but seeing her on a, uh, a different world or seeing her on... Uh, yeah. living single or see, like I can just see this fully realized character on the big screen that I've never I, I can't remember I'm gonna say I've never but I can't remember seeing a character like her being um, shown off on screen into such a like we said a more common regular as this is just what happens here because she is just that damn great like and Mark movies have been coming out for 10 years like 10. somebody tried to say uh, uh scott Mance, the movie guy who was like what a great uh, he was talking about black panther he was like mm-hmm. what a great way to commemorate Mark's 10th anniversary and somebody across the down like no what a great way to uh, commemorate black history month but these movies have been coming out for 10 years and 10 for years. 10 years i still did not see this coming Mm-mm, at all i've been in there watching the movies at all with terrence howard with mm-hmm. uh with alfred Don Cheadle mm-hmm. just could not conceptualize this. I re- and I remember, my, like I said, my best friend is a Black Panther fan, like for real. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I want to say he said something about a Black Panther movie, and I almost wanted to like pat him on the back and say, "Oh, friend, you know that." <laughs> oh shit! You know, you know this comic meant like of all. The, come on. Right, right, right. Mm, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> was very smart now no one is without um uh without i guess uh issues for lack of a better term and marvel has not always hit the mark and like we said before the fact that black widow as 
I feel like the Black Widow character, as sexy as she is, quote unquote, if she was handled by a woman, even if it was just a white woman, I feel like her sexiness and her sexuality would still be there, but it would be handled a bit better or a bit more tastefully than it's been handled. So um, I say I'll let to say that out of all of the films that we've gotten, there's been some missteps to hit the nail on the head with this one. Um, I, I, yeah. Kudos to Marvel and a pat on the back for them. I'm just hoping that more comes out from this. Like, um, and yes. I'm a bit biased because I love Black Panther, but it would be very nice to continue getting a Black Panther series that does not interact with the greater Marvel universe past Infinity War. Like, I don't need... I- me personally, I don't need to see um, a whole lot of white faces in Wakanda from the lexicon of Marvel movies so far. That's that's just me. Already movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would so, that would I be mean, amazing. There are plenty of stories. I mean, because this is its own series. There are plenty of stories that can be told just mm-hmm. within this country. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's plenty of source material to go off of, mm-hmm. and. You, we've seen the the fervor of the fan base to know if it will last and be sufficient and make money and you know whatever the whatever their bottom line concerns are, mm-hmm. it it will sell. It will. It, it has a fan base. It has a it has a brand new reinvigorated fan base. Right, right, right. And I, I am so in a world where we've had Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and Spider-Man and then we have alternate timelines where there's the black version of Batman the black version of Superman in a world where we can actually get a black character who's intended to be black on screen I couldn't have imagined this being a six year old I I just I couldn't I I mean there was blank man there was uh, Blade. I was a bit older, of course. There was Meteor Man. You know, there were these characters, but they weren't from the books that I was reading as a kid. Not right. to say that they're right. less legitimate, because I think they're very important, but I was used very to a important. Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, uh, X-Men and all that. And I just, I could not have um, even fathomed that I would see this past being a cartoon on Fox. You know, so... I don't know. I'm I'm just happy Black History Month here because I'm just I'm over. <laughs> but that is that is something that we Black children experienced, and it was and it's so awesome to be able to look at little Black kids experiencing this. Yes, and seeing them run around in little costumes, and sometimes it's cheesy when people say, "This is why we do this," you know, "This is why this movie, this is for them." But it when you really sit there and think about yourself sitting there watching cartoons, because as a child, I never understood how Wonder Woman wasn't black. I was like, yeah, you're telling me she's stronger than everybody mm-hmm. and she's not a black woman. Mm-hmm. Explain mm-hmm. this. Right, right. And, and, and so, look, I thought she was like Afro-Latin. I didn't even know what that was as a kid, but I thought she was like, because I have Mexican cousins. I'm like, they, are they? Is that she? She looked like them to me, but yeah. But, exactly. <laughs> Because when I cause I went to a very very white elementary school and okay. I was always the biggest in, so I was like it makes no sense that I'm not Wonder Woman like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. y'all can't tell me I'm stronger than y'all I'm Wonder Woman everybody shut up like, right right that's just my right and it's like you said Meteor Man and Blank Man were very important but they were not part of that canon that comic book canon and it's yeah. so funny because the person who read comics in my family my uncle James my uncle James died when I was a little girl okay but he was the comic book collector mm-hmm. and um 
it's so funny because there's an Uncle James in Black Panther. And I was like, oh no. Like, yeah, there's like an Uncle James. I almost, yeah, I almost gave it away. But yeah. No, no, you good. You good. Go ahead. Walk down that memory lane. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but man, I, I think about what my life would have been like if he mm-hmm. were alive to show me this. Because I yeah. feel like he would have shown me. I feel like he would have given me comic books. I feel like he would have. Because my dad was like, he's had boxes just full of comic books in his room. Yes. And that was my daddy's hero. My daddy looked up to his big brother. So mm-hmm. I just, I, I wouldn't have been like if I had known that these characters existed Yeah. while going with kids dressed up as Batman and Superman so I could come in there with my Black Panther stuff like, no, I'm Jormali, uh Yeah. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, my God, I came yeah. From, yeah, I came from a very Afrocentric family. Like, when I was mm. in kindergarten, I wanted to be some character from Aladdin. My mama made me dress up as Mae Jameson. Like, she found me a <laughs> tiny little suit. And she made me rehearse my speech. I had to go to people and say, I'm Dr. Mae Jameson, the first black female astronaut in space. Like, Come and I was like five mama. or six. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so if my uncle had been there, I'd have had maybe some Black Panther stuff uh-huh. or some Falcon, Falcon or Steel or just something. I can imagine. I can imagine. Because, hell, yeah. I, I, yes, I'm doing that to my ne- niece and nephews now. I have, when Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur came out, everybody <laughs> got a copy. Everybody got their first issue, and you had to read it. No, nah, and tell and me you what you like the most about it. God damn it. That was my best friend who uh who loves Black Panther. His name is uh-huh. Chad. I'm, I'm going to start calling him Chad so I can stop saying my best friend. <laughs> hey, Chad. For my birthday, he bought me Misty Knight comics. Yes, okay, like, okay. And that was my intro to Misty Knight. So when Luke Cage came out, I was like, yes, I am Misty Knight. I'm ready. Let's <laughs> go. Okay, okay. That's what's up. And you know, well, I don't, hmm, I wonder, and I have to go ahead and fact check it. Fact check this once again but i'm pretty sure that misty knight's arm is made from oh it's made from vibranium yeah okay so come on we got a little, little tie in there oh let's link it back up let's, uh, uh, let's, shit. Let's <laughs> that's what's up well damn chad doing the damn thing go ahead chad um, okay so we're going to uh land this plane uh pretty soon now, what's any any final non-spoiler thoughts for the folks out there about this post-Wakandan world? Um, non-spoiler thoughts, non-spoiler thoughts. Uh, <laughs> go see it. Go see it, you guys. Go see it, and then take it in, and then go see it again. Okay. Like, okay. see it more than once. <laughs> and so you can pick up on little things that you missed because you are, you're missing, because when you're trying to take it all in at once, you're missing things. So at mm-hmm. least I want to say that's my, that's my, that's all, that's my only real comment, non-spoiler wise, to see it more than once. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Take a couple trips to Wakanda. You wear your Wakanda's finest and go one day in your sweats and jeans. Like, you know, just go yes. see it no matter what. Just come to the altar of Wakanda and as you are. <laughs> <laughs> the doors of all, the doors are always open for us. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. So tell the folks once more how they can find you, where your show is, any social medias and all that. Okay. So name of the show is Talking to the Screen because you know. <laughs> um, and on Instagram we are at talking to the screen on Twitter we are at cousins watch TV I used to have a podcast with my cousin where oh. we just talk, watched on TV that week okay and, um, it turned into talking to the screen and so it's uh it's both of those things because sometimes we get back together and we do it she moved her name's Madeline hi Madeline hey she Madeline California um so we we do it very sparingly now but we kept it we kept the handle 
Okay, but it's okay. talking to the screen. We are on SoundCloud at talking to the screen and um, iTunes at talking to the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, go listen to old episodes. We debate things like um, who's the best black actor rapper. And then like three people will have to pick <laughs> their favorite black actor rapper and then debate why theirs is the best. Come on. Um, the best, the most listened to episode we ever did was what is the worst Denzel movie? Oh Lord. And <laughs> that was a doozy. Like, because everybody was like, well, the people who were on the panel were like, there's no bad Denzel movies. I was like, I didn't say bad Denzel movies. <laughs> Which one is the worst out of right, all Right, right, right. And uh, we do things like recast movies. We did recast A Christmas Carol on that one, too. So there's like multiple topics because you compete for points. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, so that episode was, what's the worst Denzel movie? What was the best black TV Christmas special? And uh, recast A Christmas Carol with an all-black cast. And mm. I had a homegirl do Kanye West as Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and we actually turned it into a puppet show. And the what? puppet show Yes, the puppet show is up on Facebook. Kanye is Scrooge. Uh Jay-Z is Marley. I think Rhyme Fest is the ghost of Kanye past. Uh Kim Kardashian is the ghost of Kanye yet to come. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, it is amazing and crazy. Go check it out. It's on my it's on my Facebook page, Trina Walker. On Facebook, y'all can go watch it there. Oh God, okay, and I'll put those links on the show notes. That is <laughs> okay. I gotta check that. Ashley. Out. That was my friend Ashley who came up. She hosted the last episode. Our last episode was the All Atlanta episode because Atlanta comes out March first. Yes, can't wait. All Atlanta episode about who's the best character, what's the best episode, and who should they do a crossover episode with? And Ashley hosted it, but she's the one who came up with Kanye's Christmas Carol. Okay, so that is what's up. Well, shit. Um. <laughs> Again, uh, this is the post Wakandan world. Those of you who haven't been yet, please get your round trip ticket. Go see it. Come Thank back and, uh, and and talk about it. And in the meantime, check out Talking to the Screen. All of the links will be on the show notes for this episode. And until next time, uh, we'll see you again on See Wakanda and Die. Bye. <laughs>